Hello and good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to this week's new episode of X Vlog Live. I'm your host, Mr. Boomstick XL. And my goodness, not only do I have the voice of the Xbox Infinite podcast here with me today in Risk It for the Biscuit, but we have, man, I'm talking about some major talking points. Uh, if you are sitting down to enjoy your lunch, your breakfast, or even in some locations, your dinner, strap in, folks. Uh, we have a lot to get into. Uh, we got, we're got we going to be talking a lot about Game Pass. Uh, we got a new game launching that uh, I think is going to be very, very good. An indie game that has been confirmed for this year that has me incredibly stoked. Uh, we have Phil Spencer out there making headline news, not only confirming that, guess what, folks? Xbox Game Pass does make money and isn't a money pit like some in the community have been banging on their drums for, for what seems like years. But we got to get into the real fact that Microsoft, or specifically uh, Phil Spencer, during the Wall Street Journal conference, said some things that might have upset a lot of people regarding price increasing on some things, nothing specifically on what they're going to raise, but we're going to talk about why that is a bad idea. And look, look, folks, here's the thing. Uh, last night, we had one hell of a two-and-a-half-hour show with uh, Luke Steele. Now, if you don't know who Luke Steele is, you probably should learn. The guy is not only unbelievably intelligent, but he knows like uh, law, at least for the UK, like the back of his hand. He is a merger and acquisition attorney. He has worked and fought up against the CMA on numerous occasions. He has uh, brokered many, many very, very multi, very large multi-million dollar deals that he's been a part of. And we had uh, him break down exactly what Microsoft's response was to the CMA and what could spell trouble for Microsoft. Uh, he's still in the, you know, 60, 40 that it goes through, um, which, of course, is a little bit less than what um, Hogue Law had it at 70-30. Now he's a little at 65-35 because he said you really can't count for crazy. But it does appear that this deal is going to go through. It is. Uh, I, I didn't even know this, that Phase 1 is a panel of 30 people, whereas Phase 2 for the CMA is a panel of 5 and they're going to go over the evidence that has presented to them. And I didn't even know this. They are probably going to be welcomed into the London campus of Microsoft and given a presentation as to why this deal isn't anti-competitive. And uh, based on everything that we're hearing of Microsoft doing, keep trying to keep everything um, on everything, uh, it looks like the deal is going to go through. But Risk it. How the heck are you, brother? Welcome back all the way from Australia. How you doing, dude? Doing good, man. Thanks for having me on the show. It's been an interesting week. Some interesting topics have dropped. It's a pretty quiet week to start off with, and it all just kind of came through out of that uh, Wall Street Journal uh, tech show. So it was been a bit of pretty interesting back end of the week, and I'm still kind of processing. So what you got to get from me is me still processing what's been said, what's been happening. Um, and a very fresh kind of raw take. Um, I usually like to sit back and remonstrate a bit, think about it, um, but I haven't had the time to do that this week, so it's good. You're going to get a very raw uh, take on this one. 
Well, listen, we're happy to have it. Uh, obviously, this show is meant to be a, a, a you know, a, a subtle one on one uh, where whereas, you know, we get a chance to uh, elaborate more further on uh, on certain topics. Uh, like you said, the week did start out a little slow and then out of nowhere, like it's been pretty much this entire year, news exploded on the scene and there was news coming out of every possible facet you could imagine. And of course, leading that news uh, like they did to open up 2022 uh, and Microsoft has once again uh, been, uh, you know, making the rounds when it comes to news. So what what I want to do is I want to welcome in the 150 people that are already here. I'm only a couple of minutes into the show. So I want to thank you for that. I do want to ask that uh, you help me out uh, and share this on social media. Let people know that we're live. If you are finding the channel for the first time and uh, you want to consider uh, subscribing, that would be awesome. And of course, obviously, channel memberships are open. We have two tiers, a $5 and a $10 tier. Uh, and basically, what that, what those uh, uh, channel memberships g- give uh, uh, give us, and of course, I'm talking about Mrs. Boomstick and I, it gives us the ability to do uh, giveaways. Because obviously, I'm a retired guy, so there's only limited so much money I have. And we do do giveaways that are somewhat... Uh, upwards of $500 and that money's got to come from somewhere. And those, they do come from super chats as well, of course, as channel memberships. And just to put this out there next week, we're doing two big giveaways on Halloween. We're doing our uh, newly added Halloween special and we're giving $200 worth of uh, gift cards away to your choice. uh, And, uh, that's going to be eight $25 gift cards. It's our way of trick-or-treating, so to speak, with the community. And uh, the first four go to channel members. The second four are opened up to everyone that is in the chat. And then on Friday morning's uh, Breakfast at Boom, that is next week, not this Friday, the following Friday, we are giving away $300 worth of gift cards. That's six $50 gift cards. Again, the first three goes to channel members. And the next three go are opened up uh, to the community. And again, it's another $500 giveaway split up between two different shows. So, uh, of course, we want to thank everybody that does donate through Super Chats and, of course, channel memberships. But risk it. I, I want to open up with a, uh, a smaller topic. And it comes the way of, of course, Satya Nadala. And this is... This is a very interesting one because what this does, this what what picture this paints, at least for me, is that Microsoft is officially breaking down barriers that held them at check uh, for multiple generations. Now, last generation, you know, I think what happened for Sony was a perfect storm, right? Uh, besides having incredible first party games. And let let let's let let's not make a mistake here. What Sony was able to produce for fans like me who appreciate the single player over the shoulder story driven type of game was considered a master stroke in 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 the gaming world. You can't argue. Now maybe God of War isn't your bag. Maybe um The Last of Us 2 not your bag. I didn't care too much for it. I beat it. I just didn't like it. Maybe Ghost of Tsushima I don't know why that wouldn't be your bag. That was my bag. I platinum that game. Spider-Man, Detroit Become Human. It, it, I mean, the list just goes on and on and on, right? Now, you take all of those amazing first-party games. You take all of the uh, console 
timed exclusives and levied, you know, console regular excuses from third party, you're, you're dealing with a lot of games. And it didn't help Microsoft fumbling the ball at the goal line, right? And they did that in 2013. They had the leadership wasn't good. Uh, it, it was unfortunately, and we're not going to go down that rabbit hole because it's a very deep and dark one, but we know what happened. But you see, things have changed in gaming. Microsoft has changed on what they used to be. We're seeing more of an Xbox 360 run Microsoft now where the ship is in good order. Everything seems to be spick and span and it's running great. Well, what we have in in front of us, uh, folks, is information that has even shocked me. And I pulled a story from purexbox.com, one of my favorite sites to get news from outside of VGC and several others. And it was written by Ben Kerry. Uh, This was posted yesterday at 6.45 a.m. And the lead title risk, it says, nearly half of Xbox Series S owners are new to the Xbox ecosystem. And that has been confirmed by Satya Nadala himself. Now, folks, this is a big deal. It is a bigger deal than a lot of sites, especially the big ones who are not reporting on it. Actually shocked me because this is industry changing news. Microsoft is no longer the kid sitting on the sideline that no one picked. This is a, this is a competitive Microsoft. Uh, the Xbox Series S is a console that is capable. Uh, we, we know that you know, we've had some controversy uh, risk it, you know, early this week, late last week, there were some developers that basically called it a potato and had to recount or re- re- retract their statement because of, well, stupidity, number one, but the backlash that they suffered, not only from the community, but I would imagine their own workplace, because I don't know if you really go out and you call you know, a publisher like Microsoft's console a potato because you favor PlayStation. And I, 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 career suicide, in my opinion. But let's get your take on this. Let's get your hot, raw take on this. For you, seeing how Microsoft literally was curb stomped the last generation sold less than half of what sony put out there which is currently almost at 114 million consoles compared to i think like 58 million consoles it was literally almost half how big of a deal is this for microsoft when you consider how last gen went for them and we're only two years into the next one well, I think it's a huge deal. I think uh, it's more of a huge deal when you consider the the fact that they've had no AAA releases this year, which has not been great. That that to me a little bit, I would say they fumbled the ball this year as well. Um, some they, some would some would suggest risk it that that was on purpose. Everborn Saga, if you're listening, please affix that uh, that tinfoil hat to your head because. A lot of people are now starting to move into the, hey, we look weak, uh, CMA, FTC, DJ, uh, DOJ, and everyone else. And we want, uh, you know, <laughs> we want uh, Call of Duty as a, as, as a first party game. But please continue. Help us. Help us. Um, <laughs> yeah, look, I mean, if they have, they put themselves in one hell of a position um, next year where they're going to have to really shift games around to fit them in and not cannibalize their own triple A's 
and third parties. So, I mean, that's a bit different. But when it comes to the Series S selling, I think it's it wasn't that much of a surprise. Um, I think that a lot of people are getting the Xbox Series S as a as a secondary console. I have one as a secondary console. I keep that in my studio. So I, mean, I, I have the, the PlayStation 5 and I have the, the Series X as well. Um, but I think a lot of people are getting a Series S, you know, for their kids. They're, they're new, you know, new players, new to the ecosystem. Then there would also be a lot of people who, who probably can't afford the premium premium console, um, the PlayStation 5 or, or, or a Series X, and then they, they can step into the ecosystem with the Series S. So, I mean, it's not that surprising that a lot of the people coming into the ecosystem now, uh, and I don't think it's just the Series S that's done it. I think it's been a combination of everything that Microsoft has been doing or Xbox has been doing this year. They've done, like, they haven't had many AAA releases, but they have had great games at Game Pass. They've got something in there for everyone. They've been pushing Game Pass pretty hard. Their marketing was terrible. Um, Terrible in the Xbox One days. The messaging was bad. Um, and, and the amount of marketing wasn't there either. So I think they've stepped up their marketing a little bit, not here in Australia, but from what I hear is their marketing has stepped up a little bit uh, in the States and in other countries. Uh, I think that helps, that feeds into it. Uh, the fact that it's, you know, you can pick this console up. I think it, it was on special for 230 or something in uh, in America. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. For As a matter of fact, one of the, the, the last sale, which I thought was brilliant, to be honest with you, uh, they had made a deal with Target, and Target was offering the console for its regular two ninety nine price point, but with every console included Modern Warfare two as a pack in, which was ridiculous. They gave yeah, well. away Modern Warfare two, which is going to be the biggest and most selling game in twenty twenty two, no doubt about it. And not only did you get Game Pass for thirty days, that was packaged in the box. They gave you Modern Warfare 2. And even though they don't have the marketing, they can't put it on the box. That was genius. Yeah, absolutely genius. And now a lot of those background deals and things they're doing, the machinations that go on behind the scenes, Xbox has been really clever uh, in making this console available. Not only were they clever in making the console with what they did with a with a powerful CPU and a, a slightly weaker GPU, but uh, and giving the price point that they gave, they were able to mass produce two to one um, from the reports that we've heard two yeah. to one for the series X. So they could really put this console out when they probably knew I would be surprised if they hadn't planned this out when they knew that the PlayStation would be struggling with that higher clock speed. Um, so they knew they could flood the market early and people who couldn't get other consoles were going to come into the ecosystem. And once you're in, I think this at, at this time, they've got you. Um, now, I think it's only going to get that that story is going to continue to expand, I think, with with Xbox. Um, they've got all the games are coming next year. Like I said, they're going to really struggle to find the right spots to put these games. And I'm really kind of expecting to see delays, uh, not because games aren't ready or games aren't polished, but delays because they don't want to cannibalize their other games, uh, which which I think is a smart thing to do. Um, but I hope they don't. I want as many games as I can get my hands on at all times. <laughs> I'm like Umbra. I am a greedy gamer. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I'll say this to, to that point. Um, there is going to come a point um, where they're just not going to have enough room. Uh, in, 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 like for me, 
I produce five shows per week. I'm a, I'm a full-time live streamer, right? And I, and that's my choice. I love doing it. I love the pressure of having to deliver these shows. I'm constantly working. It's a seven day a week job, folks. This is, I do the seven days a week because when I'm not podcasting, I'm preparing for the shows. These shows don't just drop out and I don't read from my phone. I literally do the work. And I, and I love that. I, I really do love that. But uh, like me, I'm struggling as a gamer, not a podcaster. As a gamer, I'm struggling right now because not that I don't have the time. I do have the, I do have you know, spare hours where I'm not you know, hanging out with Mrs. Boom and, and, and taking care of the house with her and, and doing different things and you know, preparing for the shows. But I am so addicted to Gotham Knights that everything else that I have either purchased or have downloaded an Xbox Game Pass has fallen to the wayside. You know, I mean, I there, there's, I, 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 I want to get into everything, but Gotham Knights is so good. And I have a lot of people actually messaging me about that, about whether or not it's worth the thing. This is my, what I can say is this: I bought the ninety dollar edition, and I'm not sorry that I did. Uh, it had a, it had a bunch of DLC in it, a bunch of future DLC coming. I'm okay with it. I'm a Batman stand. It's one of my favorite DC heroes. I love this story. The Court of Owls is one of my favorite stories in all. I mean, it's like right up there with the Long Halloween. If you've ever read that one, that is another phenomenal, phenomenal Batman story. Um, so if you're in the chat and we have almost 300 people here, and I thank you so much for that. Uh, if, if you, my, my best advice to you on whether or not Batman is a game that you spend the full, full Monty on, so to speak, is what your backlog looks like. If you are struggling to catch up with your backlog, then it's not a game you need to buy right now. Because remember, folks, we it, it's October 27th. Black Friday is only a couple of weeks away. This game is going to be 30 bucks everywhere. Not because it sucks, because it's Black Friday. This is what they do. They put games on sale. When the game is 30 bucks, it is an automatic buy, at least for me, if you are someone that enjoys not only DC heroes and villains, but if you are someone that enjoyed the Arkham games, uh, is it? And I know there's been a lot of you know, oh my God, with dirty frames, it's 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 not as polished as you know the 2015 or you know um, Arkham Knights or you know whatever. Listen, I I've been putting video out left and right. I've been putting out sc uh, screenshots, and I'm I'm not even using photo mode, folks. I'm literally just pressing the button, taking a shot, and putting it up there. There's no uh, you know, Fugazi going on with it. It's an amazing game. If this is your bag, I was literally just talking to Steel Rain about it, and he loves it. He says it's another, it's 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 a, a different way of presenting an open world hero game. And him and I are on the same page. We're both enjoying it. So that that that's my uh my 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 shtick, if you will, for Gotham Knights. Real quick, I want to shout out someone new in the chat over here, Dex VW in the chat welcome brother uh hopefully you were enjoying it so far he got his series s last week and he considers it a big w and so do i nothing wrong with that we also have a monster super chat that comes in from cr wimpy wow dude thank you for the generosity he drops an outstanding 20 super chat and says love you boom and all that you do even if i don't agree with everything you say and i love that thank you for that comment i still love your content and how you're so wholesome all the time. Dude, thank you. Folks, I, here's the thing. What you see is an act. This is how I was in uniform. 
they called me officer friendly on my beat because everyone matters to me. I, I don't, I don't care. I come from very, very humble beginnings. I'm not ashamed to say that my family wasn't rich. My dad was a self-made dude. Um, I grew up in the projects folks. Um, you know, if you know what the project is, it's a housing development. That's where, that's where we started. Humble beginnings. My mom had me when she was 15, right? She should have failed as a parent, right? 15 for me, 17 for my brother. She should have failed and they didn't. So that is the $20 is amazing. It's the comment that almost brings me to tears. Thank you so much for that. That's very kind, but let's get back into video games. Uh, Risk it. Um, I agree with everything that you said. I, I think that it's important to just take a stop, you know, just take a step back and see that Microsoft, listen, Microsoft is a nearly $3 trillion company. They're not our friends. They're here to make money for their investors. Let's, let, let's not get that twisted. But there is a way to do it. And they're doing it the right way. Sony is not doing it the right way. They are nickel and diming the people. They're going out of their way to make sure that being that they are market leaders, they are bullying the industry. They are bullying the consumer. If you see it anything other than that, then you're not really being true to what is actually happening. So what I want to do is I want to transition um, over to, oh, he drops another $10 super chat. He says, wasn't saying it, uh, I, I, I wasn't <laughs> saying it was an act uh or just saying, oh, no, 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 I, I know, dude. I, I just, I, that, that wasn't a response to you. That's just a response to, to everyone's. You know, I, I, dude, some of the comments that I get in YouTube are, I literally was just talking about this risk. I didn't get, I haven't gotten any threats, thank God, but I have gotten accused of putting this good guy act out there. Folks, I, 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 I wish I had this much talent because then I would be in Hollywood making a lot of money if I could turn this on and turn it off. So thank you for the additional super chat, brother. And once again, thank you for the incredible comments. Um, but what I want to talk about next, um, Risk It, is what Phil Spencer had to say. And there, there are two sides to this coin. Uh, well, can, one, I, can I just follow up on your, on your series? Oh, please, by all with, means, with, go ahead. Go take it yeah. away. This is a conversational podcast. Go crazy. <laughs> With Gotham Knights, I just uh, and and the comments about the uh, Series S being a potato and all that. <laughs> this is the thing. Um, we've we've seen this before. I mean, I don't know how many to- more times we're going to see this with developers where they come out and say the Series S is holding us back, um, and we can't. We just can't, we don't have enough headroom to to do this and to do that. You know, Dying Light, they came out. Dying Light Two, they came out and said we we just couldn't do it. With the Series S, it can't handle 60 frames a second. I think it was two months later, they had to retract that statement. They had a 60 frames per second mode put in there. Um, It's got nothing to do with, and I hate to say it like this, it's not lazy development. It's just maybe under-skilled development. Maybe they're under pressure. Um, I like to give them as much leeway as I can. But when some, and, and he's done this on his own. So this is not every all the developers from that studio back at him. Um, and I understand he was just trying to defend uh, developers from, you know, a larger umbrella studio that he works for or has worked for. Um, but we've heard this so many times. Graphics can be scaled. 
tethers can be um, can be put into place. So if, instead of having a tethered city, you can have an untethered city, you can have a tethered city. It doesn't hold weight when you think about single player running in 30 frames per second. So all of these things, you know, that they're design choices and, and I understand. And sometimes they're human, they make mistakes. Um, but then yeah. to blame it on a system is a little bit, uh, I think, um, a little bit shady in my opinion. I d and I don't think those developers have blamed it on the system, so you really can't blame them. However, I will say this, I'm one that says, look, some games require 60 frames a second, and there's not many games that don't, but um, there are a few games that are slower games, slower paced games that can handle 30 frames per second that that fit that mold. So, you know, I, I, I don't know it's always a bad thing. And from what you're telling me about Gotham Knights, I may go check that out now. I mean, if it holds the frame rate, that's what I'm, that's what I'm worried about. It's optimization. If they're not optimizing their game properly, you can't put that on a system. You've got to put it on the developers. The technology is there. The GDK is there. Everything is there for them to be able to optimize these games. And it's not easy. I'm not saying that. There's plenty of systems to optimize for. But I mean, how many years have we been optimizing for PC now? So look, it just doesn't hold weight anymore. And I think the fact that, um, you know, Satya Nadella's pointing out that most of the the people buying into the Series S ecosystem and the Xbox ecosystem are new to the ecosystem. It's it, just it a test. Confirm that. Yeah, console. absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, I, I, look, I, I, first of all, look, I'll say this. Um, there, Someone, and I, I don't know if it was Digital Foundry. I saw it online. I, I can't say, I can't confirm or deny. But uh, the Series S was at some point, specifically with the frame rate, running us more locked and steady frame rate than both the PlayStation 5 and the, and the Xbox Series X. Uh, it was yeah. actually running it better. Um, personally, all I can say is that I I don't have a super rig. I, I, I run this entire show off for an amazing all-in-one that uh, Mrs. Boom bought me a couple of years ago. It's got a monster screen, allows me to work work magic with uh, with all the programs that I use to design the, the thumbnails that she helps me with, and, and it runs everything great. I don't have a rig. Um, Mrs. Boom actually has an Alienware laptop. That's a gaming laptop. That's probably more powerful than what I'm running. And she's not. She doesn't game on it. She just uses it for a regular computer. But she loves Alienware. Um, all I can say is that do your due diligence as a consumer. If your backlog is too big, wait for sales. This 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 coming holiday. Uh, there's going to be so many games on sale. My backlog is just ridiculous. It's 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 so mm -hmm. ridiculous that it's, that it's not even funny. Um, but it, it just just rounding out the conversation of Gotham Knights, I it has have for me again. This is just my opinion. Has gotten into my top three of 2022 so far. That's that's how much I'm enjoying it. Uh, and I've played a lot of games. Still, my game of the year is Elden Ring because wow, man, that was a game. I sunk a ton of time into, and uh, even though at some points it was frustrating, still one of my favorite games of the year, even though I'm not a Souls guy, so to speak. Um, let's see. Uh, Kiasante's in the chat. He says, um, IGN, Digital Foundry, both did a tech review, and because of the CPU, uh, the, C the Series S runs Plague's Tale even better then the Xbox Series X and PlayStation 5. Well, there you go. There's the potato running. Thank you so much for, for that. And, of course, we have another super chat that comes in from CR Wimpy. 
of ten dollars. Thank you for the generosity. He says, if you get any threats, send send me the Addy. I love it, dude. Trust me. No, believe it or not, I have not. I, I've been called a lot of well, terrible names, but you know, listen, it, you just let it roll off your off your back like a a duck with water. But let's let's yeah, get into um again. This is going to be a two sided coin because um one side is you know xbox game pass has been confirmed folks as being profitable the second side of the coin is where i'm going to kind of give microsoft a little bit of smoke because of what phil spencer said during this now again a lot of our opinions are going to be subjective because he wasn't specific on what is being raised but you know if you just sit back and you kind of just do the math they're not going to raise the console but we'll get into that momentarily let's get into what he had to say specifically about Game Pass being um, uh, profitable. And this comes to us from uh, beat writer of TheVerge.com, Tom Warren, on his official Twitter account. And he says this, Microsoft says Xbox Game Pass is profitable as it sees subscription growth slowly. Microsoft Gaming CEO Phil Spencer said during the... Uh, Wall Street Journal conference that Xbox Game Pass is already profitable and accounts for around 15% of Xbox content and service revenue. And he has the details in the story, which I have uh, listed in the video on demand if you want to check it out. Uh, listen, uh, what uh, this, this, this is a direct quote, Brisket, from Phil Spencer during this interview. And he says this, Game Pass, as an overall part of our content and service revenue, is probably 15%. I don't think it gets any bigger than that. I think the overall revenue grows so 15% of a bigger number, but we don't have this future where I think 50 to 70% of our revenue comes from subscription services. Now, this is incredibly important because if you have been following uh, one of the, uh, you know, the, the big acquisition of ABK, one of the concerns or the quote unquote concerns that the CMA in their phase one had was um, that Microsoft's subscription service was going to overtake the entire world. And it was going to be either you play here or you play nowhere. And I think that this confirmation and the numbers, you know, you opinions we can have, but you can't you can't really change the numbers when they have to be put out there for the investors. So learning that only 15%, and I'm not being facetious, folks, 15% is millions and millions and millions of dollars of profit for Xbox, but it's not 50%. It's not 70% as if it was being uh, suggested by the CMA in phase one. I think that this is a perfect example that even if Call of Duty jumped into Game Pass, and it, it, it will eventually be in Game Pass after the contract expires, either in 2024 or the extension that was offered to 2027. Um, it, it, it makes it, it makes perfect sense that this is just a piece of the puzzle for you, Risk It. One of the things that we have heard for what seems like years is the fact that uh, Microsoft... Uh, or Phil Spencer, uh, this was a losing bet that uh, you know, we've heard the, the terms Xbox Game Pass was and never was. 
and it was uh, a shot in the dark. It was a waste of investment. Microsoft isn't making money. They're burning money. Uh, developers don't make any money from Game Pass. They simply are you know, thrown into the service, and you have to do what they say or else. And all of that has been proven wrong. It all has been proven false. Uh, we this 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 I guess another gigantic piece of evidence that confirms Microsoft is uh, th- their investment into the streaming service is profitable. What do you take away from this, Riskit? <sighs> I've been having this uh, this argument for. I think it's up. We're at, we're at years now, right? This this back and forth uh, with a specific side of the community. Um, and look, I got to tell you, I, I I pulled someone up today. I pulled a couple of receipts out and just you know, hey, there you go, man. There's a receipts. Still not accepting it. So this this uh, conversation is still going to continue to go on until I think Microsoft releases its hard figures. Um, but that Phil would say it's profitable at a time like this. At a time when the CMA are looking so closely at Microsoft, I think speaks volumes. I do think he's underselling the the percentage that that Microsoft that Game Pass makes for them. I think he's it's probably leaning quite closer to I think twenty percent. I don't see how it's fifteen percent. Um, but I mean, we don't get to look at the books, so we don't know why. At two point nine billion is a pretty decent uh, chunk of change. I don't from think, from uh, one service, yeah, yeah. It, it it is two point nine billion. I'm glad you brought that up because that was what was confirmed as uh, through, uh, and that 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 number came out I think accidentally because that number came through the Brazilian board's review where they had put it out there. This is how much they made, and they had then retracted it and put the document back out without it. So I think it was a mistake, but we did learn that yes, last year. They made $2.9 billion. Now, I and you cannot, because we don't have the books in front of us, <laughs> is that overall monies? Is that profit? I would imagine that it's overall money. Yeah. Uh, well, look, it's, yeah, $2.9 billion is, is, is was the revenue that they got, obviously. And um, I did crunch when I got that because there was a back, and, I don't know if you, if you were on Twitter that day, but Twitter lit up. Uh, and then it was the back and forth between like, you know, is that profit? Is that sustainability? Is that not even sustainability? Does uh, it matter? You, That's my you, question to you, yeah. Miskin. <laughs> you've, got, you've got to be nuts to think it's not. Like I crunched the numbers um, on, on, you know, and you don't have all the outgoings. You don't have overheads. You don't have wages. Um, you don't have incidentals. You don't have all that stuff to take out of it. But what you can crunch the numbers on is what we know they pay for games. So we know a few things. We know they paid $10 million for um, Guardians of the Galaxy. We know they paid uh, uh, $600,000 for the kitchen cooking game or, or whatever. You can start to make you know assumptions based on some of the figures that we have. And the, the numbers that I came out with is they were, they were probably walking away with somewhere in the realms of maybe, and this is bloating what they're paying for games, just so that I can cover those overheads, probably walking away with about a billion profit um, or, or, you know, or maybe just under that, maybe, uh, you know, 900 million. Um, but that's a pretty decent, again, chunk of change. And then Phil's just come out today and confirmed it. So, I mean, it's great for Game Pass, but at the end of the day, for me, um, you know, it's a great talking point. I love that that Game Pass is doing well. I love to see that people that have been naysayers from day one um, really have to eat their words. They won't, but I like to see it. Um, 
But for me, well, you know when you just... know you know how you know something bad is happening. Risk it is when they're quiet. <laughs> yeah, they all have been. <laughs> um, and look, for, but for me, this just means that the ecosystem is strong. Um, so. You know, we've got a strong ecosystem. We know it's going to continue. It's not something that's going to shut down anytime soon. Uh, I think in the beginning in 2018, that was a concern for me. Um, I was like, well, this is great. It's good. Um, it's, it may be too good to be true. We'll see how it goes. You know, but coming into 2000, the back end of 2019, I'm like, I think this is going to go strong. And it has. So um, it's, fan it's fantastic to hear that. However, <laughs> it's not great to hear that we're going to be paying more for anything. No one wants to pay more for anything. I think it's a pretty standard thing. And we've all rallied. And I've been one of the biggest rallies. Um, and I'm sorry if I'm jumping ahead on this topic. No, 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 no. Listen, we, we, we're going to, we're going to break that down because I, I think there, I think I want to spend some time on it because I, I want it to be understood that yeah. I am not capping for Microsoft and their $3 billion bank account. Okay. Yeah. Um, I've said this about Sony and I will bring the same, uh, energy, as the kids say, to this conversation. Uh, for me personally, and I want, I want to, again, I, I want to be very clear on this. Um, when we talk about price increases for anything in gaming, I'm against it. Uh, I am, I am a guy that is retired. I have a pension, right? And my pension is good, but my pension isn't limitless, and it's not great. It, like like anything, it's a salary. It's what I get. It's what I earned. It's what I did to make sure that I could retire after 21 years. That that's that's just the way it is. Um, and um, I will never say, oh no, you know what? I'm gonna pay Microsoft X amount more dollars because I I don't I don't like what Sony has done. So Sony has gone out of their way specifically in this generation, risk it, and they have done everything wrong. I don't care what you say. I don't care how you say it. What they have done to their consumers is rake us over the coals. And there are people, and we've seen this. Oh, I'll pay eighty dollars for, uh, for for quality. Good yeah. on you if you want to waste eighty dollars on a game because I do not. Um, mm -hmm. I think that when you take a step back and you look at what Sony has done, and I do want to turn the spotlight onto Sony to go and uh, and obviously now we're going to turn the spotlight back on the Microsoft. But, you know, they charge $10 for upgrades on your graphics and use of your DualSense when you've already purchased. I have two DualSense. I have two controllers, right? Um, so I already paid for the controller. I already paid for the, uh, the, the system. Why do I have to give Sony $10? Why can't they just give me the upgrade from the PlayStation 4 to the PlayStation 5 for free? I don't understand. Microsoft does it just fine, right? But no. Uh, they charge uh, uh, if you want to. They charge developers and publishers a crossplay tax, which I think is preposterous. Oh, you mm -hmm. want to play crossplay? You got to pay the a hole tax, as uh, Everborn Saga calls it. Um, what's worse? What's worse is that they've made it an industry standard, and it, yes. it really, they really have. And listen, look, a lot of guys will tell you as well. Hey, two K was doing this first. Yeah, absolutely, they were. They were doing it first. And everyone was speaking up against it. The entire community as a community was speaking up against it. It wasn't a hard pushback because I don't think at, any, at, at that point that anyone had realized that that was going to be the catalyst for what we see now, which is price, price rising. Um, but when Sony stepped on board, Sony's the industry leader. Uh, and when they do something, it, it will likely become an industry standard unless there's a heavy amount of pushback. But we don't see that these days. 
um, you know, if you can take it back to, you can take it back to the, and I don't want to go back on the subject, but just as an example, you can take it back to the, the last of us remake. Now, when they did the first remaster, they were going to charge that full price, which was 60 at the time, 59, uh, 99. And I bought it. I bought everyone and everyone pushed back the entire community pushed back on that. And they rolled that back. They gave people $10 back who had pre-ordered it and they dropped the price by 10 bucks. And that was fair. Um, you know, but they're, they're not, people aren't pushing back. There seems to be more of an importance on what flag you fly and how right that flag is and how good your console is. And, and we can't take a step back to, to hold our, a corporation accountable. It's, absolute nuts and that's why we're in this situation that we're in and that's why we're talking about today microsoft talking about raising the price of what we don't know we don't know yeah no we don't but we're, we're going to get to that but you know what let me catch up a lot of the comments the super chats and the channel membership uh messages and then we will get we're gonna we're gonna move this this topic forward uh we're gonna talk a little bit more about the the profitability and what they're putting into the service but then we got to talk about specifically what Phil Spencer had to say. And that, that's where I'm going to have to give him a little bit of smoke uh, because right now everything is going up. Recession is in full effect here, not just in the United States, it's in the UK. I'm sure Australia is feeling the, uh, the squeeze as well. The world is not... Uh, uh, if, you, if you just compare it to something as uh, uh, pre-pandemic, prices are upwards of 25% in some locations for things that you normally pay. Like I said yesterday, and, and, and I, bring, I bring the food shopping into it because, you know, I obviously, my wife and I, we have to eat. The other day, now think about this for a second, folks. Th- th- think about what I'm about to say. We, we bought two cartons of eggs, and it was, they were five nineteen each. Not for two, for one. So it was over $10 for two dozen eggs. Do you know how sick that is? Do you know how bananas that actually is? That's why we can't have any price increasing. Uh, but we'll get to that in a second. Uh, we also had uh, James176, generous friend of the program, and has been a channel member, my God, for 29 months. Uh, he says, um, keep up the good content. Well, thank you, James. I appreciate the compliment, brother, and I appreciate the incredible support. Raiden Blade, who's been a channel member also for one year, drops a two-pound super chat and says, Series S runs Plague more stable than both, which is, that's crazy. Like, I honestly can't believe that. Um, CR Wimpy, wow, dude, the generosity, brother. Thank you so much once again. He drops an additional $10 super chat and says, sorry, I knew you were a cop, but I grew up in a place where cops couldn't be trusted, so we had to deal with fisticuffs. Got your back, Jack. Listen, I... Not everyone that wears the shield takes the oath seriously. And I and, and it is a small segment of the law enforcement community. Uh, I'm always ashamed when I see horrible things take place because people matter. Uh, people are there. They are what the world is. And it doesn't matter where you come from, how, what your station is. Everyone has rights. Everyone deserves uh, a voice. And. Sorry that you had it tough, dude, because that, like I said, I wasn't called officer friendly for no reason. I loved everybody just as much as I love the community here. So I, I mean, literally, this is how I was in uniform. Didn't matter. 
This is who you got. But thank you so much for the generosity. Once again, brother, we also have Raiden Blade drops uh, several more. Two pounds super chats. And he says, everyone is charging 70. At some point, you have to. And yeah, I mean, we're going to get into that conversation because even if Microsoft did raise their games to 70, there is the Game Pass option, which is, I think, it's a little sketchy because if they raise it to 70, are they forcing you into the service? You know what I'm saying? Like some people would actually might suggest that, oh, they're forcing me into the service that I don't really want. I, I Maybe. I, I, I'm not sure. I wouldn't agree with that because I think that, like, yeah, look, Somerville. I don't know if anybody knows what we're talking about. Somerville is an indie game uh, on the level of storytelling, like back in the day, it's a game called Flashback. It's it, It's... on a 2d backdrop um that got delayed and it's it has been officially announced as not only an xbox and pc exclusive it's coming to xbox game pass day and date on the 15th of november i don't know about you go watch the trailer somerville looks insane it's to me it has the same story vibes of like inside you know what i'm saying like that that deep storytelling on a gorgeous 2d backdrop Definitely go check that out. He also drops an additional two pounds. Super Chat says Game Pass will not increase in price, but but the games will. Yeah, I, 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 you might be onto something with that. We also have Drawn TJ, generous friend of the program. He says that they won't raise prices until twenty four twenty five, and that you might be onto something with that. Um, we also have Raiden Blade who uh, who uh, drops a comment. He says, "Hey, risk it, my brother from down under. Uh, what time is it? Hey." Mr. Boom, how are you, bro? I watched a uh, Frog Boy review of Gotham Knights. I'm impressed. I want it. Oh, yeah, I'm glad for that. And wow, just CR Wimpy continues to show his generosity. Drops an additional, my God, $10 super chat and says if Xbox raises prices, the games um, uh, want, uh, raises the price on the games. Game Pass will still get get at a discount. Yeah, that, that's absolutely correct. That, again, some people will suggest that them that's them funneling people into the service, but I, I just think that if you're not if you're a gamer, if you're an Xbox gamer, I don't know how you're not a part of the service. To be honest with you, because the amount of games that you're getting for your money, and and as a matter of fact, I got to do a little self publishing here. Please tune in to tomorrow's Breakfast with Boom. I have a list of games confirmed for Xbox Game Pass that are in the 30s. What they're releasing next year into Xbox Game Pass is potentially well over $1,000, and that's just what we know. That's that's not even all the deals that we don't, we're don't not aware of and what first-party stuff is coming. We also have... <laughs> Mandingo McThickens. I always laugh when I when I hear when I read that one. He drops a very generous five dollar super chat and says, "What does this pushback from the CMA actually mean? Being that the deal can still be approved overall." Like I said, uh, I learned a lot from Luke Steele last night. If you missed it, man, please go check out the first hour and eighteen minutes we spent on Luke Steele's incredible knowledge. Of of the CMA, this deal, and uh, what 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 you know the CMA is all about. I learned so much, but I still think that it is going to pass. I think that Microsoft has have enough ammunition to prove that even with this deal, they're still number three. 
you know, you got to remember, Sony's is the console leader for over 20 years. Microsoft is still number three. And what's what's interesting is uh, there was a, a stat that came out uh, yesterday from VGC Charts, where they have the Nintendo Switch as the current market leader, so to speak, when it comes to console sales. And they were at 43%. And what's interesting to that is there they have they have sold more consoles than bo- than both uh, the Xbox uh, and, and uh, PlayStation. They don't have Call of Duty. I think that is a real talking point. Uh, but he actually, um, you know, again, we, we're going to talk about a lot of this tomorrow uh, on uh, Breakfast of Boom, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. But listen, let's risk it. Let's let, let's let's turn to the other side of the coin here. And it has a lot of people up in arms. And I want I, I really want to I want to get to that quote. I have it in front of me. Um, this is directly from that interview with um, Phil Spencer, uh, head of Microsoft Gaming. And he says this, folks, uh, we held price on our console. We've held price on our games and our subscription service. I don't think we will be able to do that forever. I do think at some point we'll have to raise some prices on certain things. Now, this is a this is the one comment, risk it, that sent shockwaves uh, through the uh, through the interwebs, um, and a lot of people responded. Uh, you know, it's funny because uh, in the comment section when uh, we were talking about this yesterday. I got people telling me, "Hey, boom! If they raise Game Pass, I have to I have to get out of this out of the service because I'm unemployed, or I only have so much money of spendable cash." So the question is, and we're going to try and dissect this, you know, using logic, folks, not using emotions. Risk it. What what does Phil Spencer actually mean? Well, he's very very cagey about what what he what he means. He said things, certain things. Um, but I think we can, this is something that we've been talking about, uh, on Xbox infinite for a while that we think that we were certain, and I'm pretty sure now we're, we're hundred percent certain that he's got, they're going to be raising the prices on games. You can't have an entire industry, um, you know, selling their games at 70 and you're the only publisher on the block that's selling them at 60, uh, I know if you think about that from a, from a standpoint of, well, that's a good thing. Um, then you're the only publisher selling them for 60. Businesses don't think like that. They think like, oh, we're the only ones selling them for 60 and we could be selling them for 70. That's They're a business. They're, they're not your friend. They're not your mate. Um, they want your money. That's what they do. Uh, look, don't get me wrong. I'm a big, massive Xbox. I'm a staunch supporter of Xbox. 100%. They have been extremely consumer friendly, but at some point you've got to roll with everyone else and they will. Now, when it comes to what they're going to look at, I I read all your, I was reading through all your super chats, guys. And listen, I hate to tell you, um, this is how you got to think of it. And and a lot of you guys are probably going to agree. And maybe, maybe Boom's not going to agree. I've been seeing this coming for quite some time. This is another thing we've been talking about. Now, when Xbox starts bringing a cadence of games and they're bringing in a game every three months, boom, boom. Boom, even, you know, you've got your big triple A's and then in between that, we're going to have these smaller double A games, whatever deals they may bring it in from third party and boom, 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 one after the other. What happens to Game Pass? 
its value goes up. You get more value out of this yeah. service. And as a business, if you were providing a product that offers you more value, you must raise prices. Yeah. yeah. The price is going to go up. So it's look, it's just a business. It's a business decision. I, I, I know a lot of people are probably going to take this personally, but, but you can't, it, when you're getting the value that you get already, you know, then I think it's fair and reasonable. And I hate to sound like I'm, I'm, I'm not giving Microsoft their smoke, but I'm just thinking about this from a business perspective of what I would do. Um, I would raise the prices if I was bringing in a cadence that they're promising to bring. However, there's caveats to this. There's caveats, yes. right? You've got to think, okay, so they haven't, <laughs> they haven't um, proved their first party studios, most of them, because now they have more than they've ever had. The ones that they had originally, they're proved through and through. Uh, I'm not taking anything away from those studios. So they haven't proved their studios. That's one. And they need to do that. They haven't shown us that they can deliver us cadence. That's two. Uh, and, and so there's a lot of things that, that they need to be very careful about how they do this and when they do this uh, and and in what order they do this. Now, if I'm Microsoft, I'm putting those game prices up to 70 and I'm saying, look, Game Pass is still, you know, 15 bucks a month, 10 bucks a month, whatever it is you're paying for. I pay the 15 because, uh, you know, I want to get EA access to EA, whatever. Um, but it's still 15 bucks a month. We're just raising those prices. There'll be deals, so on and so forth. I think they can do this in a very clever way to just slide into, you know, the industry. I don't agree with raising the prices to $70. I don't. I really don't. I wish that they would be the last publisher to hold out. Uh, it's going to break Umbra's heart. Um, but you know, I think it's, I think it's definitely gonna, it's gonna happen. Like, I think everyone should just prepare for it. It's been, it, the, the writing has been on the wall for such a long time. If you're not prepared for it now, you need to get prepared for it. And this is why we've been saying this is, and I'm, a lot of these guys are like, why do you care? And I'm like, because I can see what's coming. <laughs> I know what's going to happen. You're backing Sony right? And you're saying, it's okay, I'll pay for quality. And the rest of the industry is going to go, well, this guy's selling it for 70, we'll sell it for 70. And then you're not necessarily going to be getting those quality games for 70. Uh, and I'm not going to take anything away from, from Gotham Knights, but let's use it as an example. Um, let's say, you know, it, it wasn't running at its at its fully optimized um, thing. I, I was just playing Call of Duty before um, I jumped on the show. It released uh, early for us. And there's some issues, there's bugs. You know, I, I've basically bought an unfinished product for seventy dollars. Well, what you guys pay seventy dollars, I paid one hundred and fifty Australian. So Jesus. that's that to me says the industry shouldn't be going to seventy because you're kind of giving us you're giving us not less. I don't like to say less. We've got better graphics, we've got better frame rates for the most part, we've got a lot of better things, but you're giving us a broken product for more money. Um, so I think that's wrong. I don't agree with it but get ready for it because it's going to be happening. <laughs> now, I, I do I do want to catch up on some of the Super Chats. I will in a minute, but there is another piece to this puzzle that's in front of us, and it does make me sit back in the chair. Now, I didn't see this originally until just moments ago, and there is an additional quote to the original quote that we're discussing right now. Uh, where, where he continues with, um, let me see, where, where is it right here? 
Okay. This is this is the addition, and this is a, this is a big addition. This might change our opinions. I uh, and I'll read the quote in total, so it makes sense if someone is just tuning in for the first time. And again, this is this is uh, Phil Spencer sitting down with the world uh, with the Wall Street Journal during this 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 tech conference that they had, uh, and he said, "We've held the prices on our console. We've held the prices on our games and our subscription." I don't think we'll be able to do that forever, admits Spencer. Now I'm reading verbatim from the article that was written by Tom Warren. I do think at some point we have to raise some prices on certain things, but this is where the extra comes in. But going into this holiday, we thought it was really important that we maintain the prices that we have. So now I'm wondering, risk it, does this mean that because their 2023 is as stacked as it is, and like I said, we will go into more specific details of exactly how stacked the deck it is next year, uh, which is why I think that uh, Sony is concerned, not just for Call of Duty and the ABK deal. I think they're concerned because they are not going to have very much in the chamber. And I'm not taking away from anything from Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man 2 is going to be dope. Microsoft seems to think that, that Wolverine is next year as well, which I don't think so, but they said so. So you know what? You know That's their opinion. Uh, there's only a handful of stuff, and I think that one of the big ones is going to be the, uh, the Last of Us factions, which uh, some data mining went on, and I think it's going to be free to play, which makes sense. Uh, yeah, then again, it really doesn't when it comes to Sony. I consider them actually charging 70 bucks and then giving you uh, all of these upgrades through um, uh, you know, microtransactions. But that, that's for another day. Chris, uh, uh, risk it. What, what are your thoughts on that, that extra piece that for this holiday, we, just, we thought it was it, to maintain the prices the same was important? Does that suggest that next year we see a price increase? Oh yeah, that's 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 what I that's really when I think. I mean, I know I know drawn TJ said 2024, 2025. Get ready, buddy. That's it's not going to be that long. Look, and, and I I haven't had enough time to digest that comment. Um, so yeah, I, I'm sure I, you guys are going to cover it on your uh, on your show this Friday, uh, which you'll talk yeah, about but, on the on the back end of this. So I may change my opinion, just so you know, when you come to the to my show, I may change my opinion slightly, um, but that I only read that today. So I've been I've been going back and forth internally about um, when would be if I was Microsoft because I always try to put myself in their shoes. When would be a good time? There's two times in the year where it would be a really good time to raise the prices. And that's Redfall and Starfield. Um, Makes sense. So I think if, if I'm Microsoft, and based off that quote, I think Redfall. But then I think to myself, is Redfall really a big enough game for them to be able to do that and get away with it? Um, and then and then where's the roadmap, right? So if you're going to do that, you need to drop Redfall. And here's the roadmap. Here's the next roadmap. Like, here's the next 12 months, another showcase or something. You know, boom, boom, boom. Hey, we're raising the price to 20 bucks a month. And now, see, that's another thing as well. Like, we don't know what the price point's going to be. There might be, look, we're going to raise it to $18 a month. Look, I'm fairly certain, even if you're on the, excuse my language, if you're on the bones of your ass, I'm pretty sure you can afford another three bucks a month, right? And they know that. 
Um, you know, when you when you stack that up in a year, you know, maybe not. I can understand that, but I think everyone would fork out that extra three dollars a month. I don't think they're going to lo lose too many people. And you got to remember uh, Sony's price point; they're top tier for back to pack, which we get for free, by the way, with four K and FPS boost, um, is eighteen dollars, and people are paying it. So when you see all these other companies doing things a certain way, and you've looked so good for so long. And you're the last one to step up onto the platform or step down from the platform, really step down from the platform. You know, I, I think it's, uh, you still got to look good. You know, you're not looking bad. The optics aren't terrible. Um, you know, there's going to be guys out there who are going to be capping, you know, for Microsoft on this. And I'm not doing that. I disagree with, with a price hike, but that said, I understand it. I completely understand it from a business point of view. Um, and if I was offering more value, then I would be charging you more as well. And that just makes absolute sense. And yeah, I really think when they start to start landing these games in a cadence, which they will be doing in 2023, man, that's, that's just going to be the year. I think we see this price rise. Uh, and I think it will be pretty quick after the new years that we hear about a, a games price rise or one of the first games um, that gets its price rise, you know, and it's just, uh, it's well, they're going to get they're right. going to get some smoke for that, but I think that you're onto something. And a lot of people in the chat are starting to agree with you that at some point, I mean, I've even seen comments, and I, I, I'll I'll read their name when I when I can when I can find it uh, that they said that uh, that they can see them raising the price ten dollars. Why leave that money on the table? Uh, mm -hmm. And 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 to some extent, again, it's there 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 are two ways to look at this. Uh, I know that there's going to be a lot of cynical people, uh, especially that are anti-Xbox uh, Game Pass, that are going to look and say, you see, they raised their prices to funnel you into Game Pass. They're forcing you, Mr. Boomstick XL, to uh, go out and get Game Pass, where that, look, I, we, we've had some, some, several people in the chat. As a matter of fact, oh, let me just catch up on some of the Super Chats. Lucky Mo says Xbox will raise Game Pass with the benefit of a family plan, which is supposed to, again, the rumor is that it's going to be announced this fall, uh, and that makes perfect sense, probably right before Black Friday, when they magically have so many of these Xbox Series S available that they have a shot, folks. If they even drop it a little bit or they include a game like a Modern Warfare or something, something big in there, that they could challenge Sony. Now, a couple of years ago, Sony, I talk about this all the time because it's it's a master stroke of genius by, by SIE. They released a PlayStation Slim Spider-Man edition and they char and they gave Spider-Man 2018 here in the States and they charged only 200 bucks for it. I mean, it broke Black Friday records unlike anything in the history before it. Uh, and we're talking, you go all the way back to the Cabbage Patch days where people were beating each other up in the aisles for these stupid things. Um, and you're, you're laughing because you're as old as I am, so you remember that. <laughs> yeah. So I, don't, I, I think that uh, there's no one's funneling you anywhere for that matter. But CR Wimpy drops an additional, my goodness, dude, thank you so much. He drops an additional $5 Super Chat and says, if you have an Xbox, I don't care. Well, I don't know why you don't have. A, a game pass it's five dollars more a month if you pay ten dollars for gold for the 400 plus games and spot on uh i mean right now they're, they're closer to 500 which is bonkers and every time 
you turn on your console. I don't know about you. I go right to Game Pass to see what's new. And yep. it's always, always That's something it. new. It's it, it's crazy. And they don't even really mm-hmm. announce it. Like, uh, you know, no, no, some of these games you don't even hear about. Yeah. Look, like someone in the in the chat just mentioned something. You know, it was kind of going to be my final point, but I will throw it out there. If you can, to everyone in the chat, if you can, my advice to you, and I did make a video giving this advice today, is stack as much Game Pass as you can now. Yes. If you can do that, if you have the means. I, I would be doing that right now. I would be stacking my Game Pass before it goes into the new year, just in case. It's not going to hurt you. If you're going to pay for it anyway, you may as well stack it. I am currently paid. Check this out, folks, because I did exactly what he did. Uh, I found uh, some stacking. You know, when it goes on sale, you know, it's it's it's, it's it goes from like uh, you know forty five to like twenty bucks for the three months. I buy three of them at a time. I'll spend the sixty bucks because you know. Why? Why shouldn't you? Why? You know? Why shouldn't you get a deal? I am currently paid until October twenty fourth, twenty twenty five. Like right now, I am good for the next three years. Uh, Drawn TJ dropped a very generous five dollars super chat and says, "I gotta ask, do you think Ubisoft Plus comes into Game Pass?" Yeah, that see that that is a conundrum. I I I would. I mean, they announced it, so I don't know what the holdup is. What I think actually happened, and again, folks, please take this with a huge grain of salt. What I actually think happened is Microsoft was going to drop it into the service at no additional charge. And that was going to cost them a significant amount of money. I think what held that up was how long, how much they had to pay and how long it was going to last. Like, for instance... You know, for the next three years, Ubisoft Plus in the service free of charge. After that, it would go up in price or Microsoft would then pay a bunch of more money for it. I don't know. It, 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 they announced it at the beginning of the year. I'm still waiting for it because Ubisoft Plus is an amazing service. You get everything. And I mean everything if you got it on PC. Every piece of DLC is in there. Uh, every, you know, more maps and more, uh, you know, uh, missions, it's all in there for your monthly uh, subscription price. And every game is dropped in there day and date. It's it's masterstroke of genius if you're a fan of Ubisoft, which I am. We also have a couple of more Super Chats that came in here. CR Wimpy. Um, wow, wow, dude. Thank you again. He drops an additional, my goodness, $5 Super Chat and says, I agree with what you're saying, Risk It. But they, but they haven't brought it yet. When, uh, but when they start doing it, I'll understand. That he's talking about the cadence, which they have to get to in next year, is going to be just redonkulous. Like it's going to be so ridiculous. I don't even know if we're going to be able to keep up. Um, Tinder people in here again. Yeah, I guess you know you made it when the Tinder sites are in the chat, man. <laughs> I try to block them, and it's just Jesus Christmas. Yeah, I'm that sorry. is. That is the main thing, though. It really is. If they if they're not bringing that cadence, or the games that they do bring don't hit, then they got a problem. If they start raising prices like that, then you know I, I'll be speaking up a lot, a lot louder, and I think a lot of people will. Um, but I think you know, creepy when they're going to do that first. I don't think they're going to just like, hey, we're just going to throw a bet in and just like let's raise the prices and we'll bring you some games later on. 
I think they're going to drop a few games, um, you know, and then they'll bring their big red fall, their big heavy hitters. And that's, I, I still kind of, I'm still leaning towards Starfield. I think Starfield will probably be the one where they really, really, really do raise the price. But again, like I said, it's fresh in my mind and I'm going back and forth at the moment. So I don't know. It's either red, red fall or Starfield for me. We'll see what happens. And I agree. I, I, I think that if you're going to do it, it's going to have to be a big game. And I think that next year, uh, you know, there is not going to be a bigger game than Starfield. Starfield mm-hmm. is going to be the game that people are talking about for weeks and weeks and weeks. And it's one of those games that you're going to be playing for what potentially months and years uh, because of the procedurally generated uh, planets. There's, there's going to be a water cooler story around every corner. I mean, like literally you're going to be talking about a gun or weapon or gear that you found on such planet. And I'm like, what planet is that? Where the hell did you find that risk it? And you're going to be like, I just came across it doing this, doing this side mission. And I think that's going to be the beauty of that game. Let me start the other footage over here because nobody wants to watch just a street. So let me get that out of there. There you go. Um, I do have one small additional topic that I want to bring into the conversation. And that's, it's, and you know, being it, it, it's, it works out perfectly because it's going to segue into another and older Bethesda game. We have confirmation from video games. Chronicles.com was written by Chris Scullion. Um, and where the lead title says Fallout 4 is getting a free upgrade for PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X and S, and PC. And what's interesting about this is it uh, Microsoft, if you don't remember, and anyone in the chat, the 400 people we have here, the CMA accused Microsoft of, uh, of not uh, you know, keeping their word when it came to games staying uh and and uh, not only staying on the playstation service but being uh updated on the playstation service and they used something like starfield as being hey listen you said it was going to be there they never did they confirmed from the beginning that it was going to be an exclusive multiple people did that what they did say they'll risk it was that they were going to continue to support the communities that have been built on bethesda games uh eso Elder Scrolls Online, constantly getting updated on the PlayStation 5, and there's no difference. The same graphics, the same prowess that's on the Xbox, PS5 gets it. Well, we're getting information from VGC that Fallout 4 is finally getting the next-gen upgrade. But you know what's interesting here? Risk it. It's for free. Even on the PlayStation 5, when PlayStation charges their own fan base $10 to get this upgrade. And this is real production work here. This isn't that they're just, you know, layering over an upgrade. They, they actually had to, you know, to add perform. They're, they're, they're going to include a performance mode with higher frame rates. This actually had to be worked on. But what's interesting, and I think the real key factor here is Xbox doesn't charge for this where Sony does. What are your thoughts on this small topic? Um, look, just going back to what you were saying with the CMA before we dive into this, they even went as far as to say that there were no, there was in the CMA report, there were no uh, Bethesda games on, you know, in PlayStation or in a PlayStation service. And that's just like literally Deathloop had dropped the week before into ps plus 
Like you cannot be any more wrong. It was absolutely laughable. Um, I, just, I could. That is actually quite that. embarrassing. I would dare say. Oh, I just you, you wouldn't read about it. Like that's absolutely nuts. You you had to read it twice. Like these guys aren't for real, right? I could name. I could literally fire off five games off the top of my head that are in uh, PlayStation Plus right now. Like. Um, but I won't. <laughs> but with uh, with Fallout getting an update, which is which is awesome, you know, I just had to ask, you know, are they removing half of the content? You know, is is is, is there a multiplayer section removed from the game? Or <laughs> yeah, I had to laugh at this one. I thought it was pretty funny. Um, interesting timing. There was a rumor that it was being fully ported to UE five. Um, I don't. I've been trying to track that down all week because that. Was I actually really have the quote uh, in front of me that I'll read for you and for the the 400 plus people that are still here. According to the blog post on the official Fallout website, and this is mm-hmm. run by Bethesda folks, the free update will include performance mode features for high frame rates, quality features for 4K resolution gameplay, bug fix- fixes and an even bonus creation club content bonus content yes (laughs) they're not taking content away though they're they're giving you more content for absolutely nothing right yeah it's 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 amazing when you look at you know i mean you look at what xbox does for its consumers even if they are raising the price um their first party all those things that they do for us um, and, and I'm sure that they do it to bring people into the ecosystem. And, and you know, when you talk about it, it's 15% or it's 20% or whatever, Game Pass really is there to get people into the Xbox ecosystem. It's why it's the best deal in gaming and it's working. Um, and just doing things like this, you know, it just goes to show you how much, um, you know, they they do care about their, their back compat. And they really have. We've seen it with FPS Boost. They didn't have to do that. Like they could have just... They, Nope, there was there was no talk about like you know that happening. Like no one was like uh, there was talk about resolution. Wouldn't it be cool if they could boost the resolution? They didn't just stop at resolution. They went to like frames per second as well. That was amazing of them to do. And then stuff like this they do as well. And then you look at PlayStation raising the prices of its consoles, raising the prices of its games, giving us remakes of remasters that are, you know that really were not needed. It was nice but not for the full price. Like if they'd just done that off their own back, that would have been fantastic. And then you could say, Hey, PlayStation is not so bad. Yeah. It's, it's the contrast at the moment is staggering. Um, it's just it, absolutely staggering. And look, I'll tell you something. I played a little bit of fallout Four. Um, I didn't really get into it, but because they're doing this, I will go back into that ecosystem and play that game. Um, Cause I want to check it out and maybe that, yeah. maybe it was, it felt a bit slow. It did feel a bit clunky. So once they fixed it up with 60 frames, it may not feel that way to me again and I'll play it again. So yeah, man, it's absolutely amazing. I think Xbox just, if they keep doing stuff like this, I think they're going to take the generation, even if they do hike the price of game pass, even if they do end up at $70 games, I don't, I think it's pretty much a foregone conclusion, but that's yeah. Just me. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, great, great point. Listen, folks, uh, I just want to catch up on a few of the super chats. Want to answer a question in here, and of course, thanks, uh, Kaysante. Uh, now, Way Way Johnson one asks, where do you find these types of deals? Uh, what I'm going to do as my uh, community service is when I start finding these uh, three month Game Pass deals for under thirty bucks, I'm going to be posting it on my social media accounts, both on YouTube. 
for the you know the regular news and of course Twitter at Mr. Boomstick XL. But Kay Asante uh, actually just dropped something into the chat, and this is for everyone to take advantage of this. CDKeys.com currently, right right now, it's not even Black Friday, right now has a three month Game Pass Ultimate uh, card for twenty seven dollars and fifty nine cents, which is almost uh, uh, um, $20 off because for, for, for normally they're $44.99 for three months, which is $15 a month. Uh, CD keys is somewhere that I trust. Uh, definitely uh, check them out and check out cdkeys.com during black Friday, because they will have all of these deals, not only games and tech, but especially something like, uh, you know, you can find game pass. I've purchased game pass a three month block. That's normally 45 bucks. $20. And that's when I stack them up. I'll, I'll drop $100 on a five, a three month block. Uh, because why, why shouldn't I? Why, why should I wait for them to charge my credit card or my debit card uh, $15 when I can just stack it? And that's it. See, that's the, that's again, that's the difference between Sony. Sony, remember when, when they announced their service, they were, they blocked stacking. All right. Remember that. Microsoft says, yeah, come on in three years. You're good to go. Don't don't even sweat it. But listen, let me catch up on the last couple of Super Chats and we'll get everyone out of here. I want to say a big thank you to well over four hundred dollars, uh, four hundred dollars, four hundred people, four sixteen in the chat. Thank you so much for making X Vlog Live a successful show. Uh, I definitely appreciate just, that. Let me just add something quickly to um to the sure, deals sure. as well. If you're out there in the real world and you're going shopping, and I, I imagine it's very much uh, very much the same uh, in America as it is in Australia, um there'll be little gift cards. A lot of those gift cards that you might find at the the supermarkets, they will have Xbox on them, and sometimes at the stores they will have deals on those. So you'll have uh you know whatever it might be twenty dollars for three months of Xbox Game Pass. So keep your eyes out for that as well because I always keep my eye out for that. And if they if I find them, I, I stack those as well. So yeah. Not yeah, just digital. That, no, no, great, great point. Uh, Paul uh, drops a two dollar super chat, <clears throat> and he says, "What is the first first party game from Xbox in 2023?" I think it's Redfall, uh, and I don't sleep on Redfall. I think it's if you w- watch the new trailer they dropped this week, that mm-hmm. game not only looks phenomenal, it looks done. Like I think that is dropping early in 2023 we also have uh cr wimpy or crimpy i believe that you said it uh drops an additional very generous five dollars super chat and says they did it before and i'm an xbox fan but starfield just seems like too much of a game for me Uh, i'd rather play multiple games over just one yeah it's it's gonna be a big game dude. like I, i it might even be overwhelming uh drawn tj Generous friend of the program also drops a $10 or an additional $10 super chat and says, I got to ask, what if they did on another tier for $20 a month for all first party games and all content from those games day one for that price? That's a possibility. Someone actually said last night on the show, maybe they made a, 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 another tier that was $5 more that gave you all of Activision's content, which makes sense. And, you know, if you, if you want it, you paid the extra. I, Five dollars more would be a, might be much for a lot of people. Like I, I, I can see if if if, if oh, I'll put it to this way, folks. Let, let me let me just simplify this, and we'll get everyone out of here. Okay, if they raised it two dollars, they made it seventeen a month instead of fifteen, right? Two times twenty-five or thirty million is an additional sixty million dollars. 
that they would have in profit. Uh, and they can do it subtly. $5 is, that's a lot. That's, that's $5 might be, a, uh, some, someone may have to cancel the subscription for $5 more a month. And I'd hate to see that. Uh, that's why you got you got to stack these things. You definitely got to stack these things. But um, risk it. You got to sell your brand, brother. You got to tell everyone about the Xbox Ultimate uh, 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 Infinite podcast, which, of course, I know that you're currently in a court battle with uh, 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 Umbra on this, on the name. He talks about it all the time. He says, you stole <laughs> that name from him, and he doesn't feel like a type of way. I love you, Umbra. Hopefully, he's feeling better. Dude, talk about it. You got a great, you got a great podcast on Friday nights, but more so than just the block. You have a great panel of incredible people on that panel, including yourself. Please sell that brand. Tell everyone where they should add your show to their weekly podcast listening, where they can find it, how they subscribe to your channel, and where they can reach out to you on social media. Absolutely. You could, uh, you could go find me. It's uh, Risk It for the Biscuit. Just type that in. Uh, with uh, You've got to get the biscuit right, though. It's I-S-K-I-T. Um, but you'll find me on YouTube. We go live 8 p.m. Uh, EST every Friday. I do have a great panel. Those guys are amazing. We have a great time. Uh, we play together. We hang out together. Um, and we joke together. And it's it really does feel like a bit of a family. Um, and the, I, I think that comes across in the podcast. And that's why we have so much fun on the show. So if you guys want to come along and check that out, we'd really appreciate that. You can find me on Twitter um, at RiskIt4TB. Um, and yeah, boom, thank you for having me on the show. Really appreciate it, man. I love the topics tonight. Really interesting topics. Um, some really interesting things going on in the industry. And I will add Somerville was made by the guys who made Inside. Um, yes. And that game and Limbo and that game looks amazing. I, that, that was game of the year, by the way, inside when that came out. So yep. don't sleep on Somerville and they just dropped that it's coming in November. So November 16, that's going to be amazing. Thank you. Everyone in the chat, you guys are amazing. I have been reading. I do try to type. I'm old, so I don't type too quick. Um, so you guys are absolute champions and boom. Of course, thank you very much for having me on the show, man. I appreciate you having me here. Oh, well, thank you for being here. And of course, listen, I, there are so many people. One of my things as a host is I love welcoming everyone individually. I only got to about half because when it's one-on-one, -on -one, it's a little harder because when other people, are, when you have a bigger panel, I can then mute my mic and I get to typing like a lunatic because uh, yeah. I really, it's, like, it's, it's my thing. It, it's, it's just, some people may consider it be silly. For me, because you folks took the time to not only support me by your views, but of course, some people with their with their very generous wallets. I I, I want to say thank you to everybody. I, I want to welcome everybody. It's just again, it's just it's just my thing. I, not everyone does it, and that's fine. It's what I like to do. Uh, so uh, obviously, if I didn't get a chance to personally welcome you, I want to say thank you so much for being here. Of course, I want to thank Risk It for the biscuit taking the time to hang out over here. Uh, today and uh, you know you know give his incredible hot take opinions and of course I want to thank everybody for the very very generous uh, super chats and the channel memberships obviously again those allow Mrs. Boomstick and I to do what we really enjoy doing best and that is giving back to you folks who have been so generous and so supportive on a dream that I didn't think was uh, going to be a reality and we have officially uh, folks uh, cross not only 3.5 million views in five years, 
Uh, next week, I'm going to be able to announce, and I'll pre-announce it because it's only a matter of time. Uh, sometime next week, I don't know. I don't know if it's if it's the Thursday or Friday show. Uh, Double Barrel Gaming will have surpassed one thousand videos in wow. five years, which is I'm getting goosebumps just talking about it because. It's a lot of work to do this, and I love it. And if you don't have a, a great uh, group of community members that support you, you, you can't get those uh, ridiculous numbers. So, yeah, we'll be announcing next week that we have officially surpassed 1,000 videos, and uh, we will make our uh, uh, official fifth anniversary November 3rd of this year, five years on YouTube. So thank you for everyone that allowed us to continue this dream of uh, being a part of the community, but of course, talking about gaming on a daily basis. And of course, I'm going to close out the show folks with something that's incredibly important to me. Hopefully one day it'll be important to you. And that's something that my dad taught us when we were kids and he would say, Craig, treat others how you want to be treated. And also it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules, son. I can guarantee you, you're going to have, an awesome day. So take care, everyone. We'll see you next week on the newest episode of X-Vlog Live.